Welcome everyone to Devori Darkens Live. This show is all about helping you get what you want out of life. So if you are brand new here, uh, this show is recorded. So you can watch this on YouTube and you can listen to it on Spotify, Google, or Amazon Podcasts or Apple as well. We also are live on TikTok, Facebook. So if you happen to be on TikTok and you're wondering why I'm not looking at you, it's because I'm looking at the people on YouTube. So for my people who've been following this show for quite some time, you know what the deal is. This show, you already know how we do things. Um, and we're going to continue from yesterday. Yesterday, we were discussing the three core principles to reprogramming the subconscious mind. Why would you want to do that? Well, because that's the root cause of getting what you want out of life. If you want more money, you're going to need to make a change. If you want a better relationship, you're going to need to make a change. If you want to be a better communicator, you want to get rid of social anxiety, you want to get rid of all these things that you feel are holding you back, the answer is in your subconscious mind. So that's why we're talking about it. For a lot of people out there, they are unaware that's the root cause. They don't know that. They're thinking it's something outside of themselves. You know, and this is the classic uh, statement or um, text that Neville Goddard wrote in Power Awareness where he says, your chief delusion is your conviction that there are causes other than your own state of consciousness. Said another way, your biggest lie in life is your conviction that there are other causes other than your mindset. Meaning you think that, that what's really happening in the world and why you have problems is not your mindset, not your consciousness, but out there. People, government, environment, economy. And that's why people are unaware that really the change comes from a person's consciousness, their mindset, what's happening in their subconscious mind. That's what's happening. So we were talking about that yesterday, and we had to actually cut the show early. So I want to come back and make sure uh, I give you guys uh, everything I have on this topic. So we, we have turned it into a two-part series. And we're going to just continue. Now, again, if you're just joining, why do you want to listen? What are you going to get out of this? It's very simple. To get to where you want to go in life, I was saying this yesterday, you have to have a level of understanding. The reason why you can get in your car and go from point A to point B and not have an issue driving the car is because you understand how to use the car. You understand how to start it. You understand how to turn, how to put your blinker on, how to slow down, how to speed up, how to look in the rearview mirror. You understand all of that like the back of your hand. The problem, though, in life is people, maybe yourself, you don't understand how to do that in your personal life. You don't know how to go from point A to point B in your life. You know how to do that in a vehicle, but when it comes to your life, that's not happening. Why? Because you don't have any understanding. And the root of that understanding and why people don't have it is because of ignorance. 
we were never taught about our minds. We were never taught about the subconscious mind. So of course, uh, it's nobody's fault. It's not your fault. It's nobody to blame. It's just a reality. And um, we live in different times today. Your parents and your grandparents, they didn't have access to information we do today. Not at the speed that we have today. We can get this information immediately. Google.com, YouTube.com, TikTok, and it's all these platforms. Amazon, there's no shortage of the information. However, that still doesn't solve the problem. Even though everybody has access to this information, what problem do they have now? Well, this is what I read to you yesterday. And we're going to go back to it. This would be in Think and Go Rich by Napoleon Hill in the chapter uh, called Specialized Knowledge, which would be chapter five. And I read it on page 120, 120 actually. He says, as knowledge is acquired, it must be organized and put into use for a definite purpose through practical plans. As knowledge is acquired, it must be organized and put into use for a definite purpose through practical plans. Let's break it down. As knowledge is acquired, it must be organized. Now, what's happening in today's world? We have access to the knowledge. There's no reason why anybody can't access knowledge. I mean, what's the point of going to college in today's world? Unless you're going to be an attorney, a doctor or something like that. But you can get the same information, if not better, by going over to YouTube. You could. So acquiring the knowledge is not the issue. Uh, it's, it's not the issue. But acquiring the knowledge in an organized fashion can be an issue for a lot of people. So again, there goes that law of polarity, one of the universal laws. There's an opposite to everything. So as great as it is that we have access to knowledge at our fingertips, what's the opposite of that? Well, some of the knowledge is not vetted. Some of the people teaching the, the knowledge do not have the results. Some of them are not teaching it in a way that's organized and simple to understand. So the knowledge has to be organized and put into use. So not only do you need to make sure that you're following someone who's organizing the information so you can understand it, but you also need to organize it for yourself so you can put it into action. For a definite purpose, you got to have an emotional reason on why you're going to put this information into action, because as soon as you face resistance, you'll stop. But when you have an emotional reason to put this into action, You'll keep going even if you face an obstacle. That's a key component to why so many people stop because they don't have a definite purpose. They have not committed themselves to an idea. They, they're not dedicating themselves to a calling. So they're all over the place. Through practical plans. Through practical plans. In today's world, keep it super simple. You get the knowledge, you make sure the knowledge is organized so you can understand it. You're going to put it into use because you have a definite purpose. And when you put it into use, you're keeping it super simple for yourself. So why do I say all that? I say all that because that's the way I love teaching 
what we're talking about on the show. And when it comes to the subconscious mind, I'm just keeping it very simple for you. We talked about it yesterday. Clarity, your emotions, and your actions. Very, very important. Very, very important. Those are the three core principles we were discussing yesterday. So although that is simple, it's organized, how are you going to put it into use? I went over that. Clarity, you got to sit down and ask the question, what are you going to dedicate your life to? What are you so passionate about? Why would you do something like that? Because it simplifies your life. It simplifies everything. Now, I gave you guys the analogy uh, yesterday about how purpose works. If you really think about it, if you don't know why you're doing something, why would you do it in the first place? Think about that. Everything in this universe has a purpose. You have a purpose. Now, you may not be clear on that purpose, which is okay, because that's why I do what I do. But the bottom line is, you have a purpose. So, one of the highest achievements in life, for sure, is understanding why you're here. And accepting that. And making your life about that reason. Your purpose. The why behind everything that you're doing. So... We talked about, okay, so how do you get to clarity? Very simple, very organized. Your purpose, which is the why. Your vision, which is the what. What are you going to do? Who are you going to be? What do you want to achieve? Those answers create a vision for yourself. That vision is what's fulfilling the purpose. So you know why you wake up in the morning. Your vision is, okay, here's what I'm doing about it. And then the goal is the first objective. The goal is the first objective. It's the first target. What are you going to focus on first? Clarity. You're clear on where you're going. You've got a definite purpose. It's organized. And we'll get into actually putting it into a practical plan. But the bottom line is, is that that's clarity for you. If you're going to reprogram your subconscious mind, if you're going to make a change, a true transformation in your life, you have to have clarity first. You have to be clear on what you want. And when you start with your purpose, your purpose allows you to look at things and decide on what you want that's authentic for you. When you don't know what you really care about, you're not really setting goals that you really are passionate about. Now, for example, I'll give you, I was talking about this yesterday. Some people, they're successful for the wrong reasons. That sounds weird, right? But it really doesn't. It's not weird. See, and I was one of these individuals. You could be someone who does not know their purpose, and as a result, you're setting goals based on what you think in your mind is the right thing to do. So in my mind, I thought, 
the right thing to do was to join the military and prove everybody wrong. I thought I needed to make people believe that I was better. I, I wanted to prove to people that I was a somebody. I was setting goals for the wrong reasons. I don't need to prove anything to anybody. See, I was looking for validation. I was looking for acceptance, approval. I thought the success would create that and give that to me. Well, when I got there and I achieved the goal that I wanted, didn't feel that way. Why? Because I was not setting goals based on my purpose, what I'm really passionate about. I didn't know what that was at the time. I was driven by negative motivation, really. You know, I had a dramatic time with my family. My mother had passed away in high school. The family was all over the place and and people were stabbing each other in the back and they kind of left me on my own and I had to start my life on my own. Nobody helped me. Nobody helped me get my own place. Nobody helped me get a car. Nobody helped me do anything. I had to figure it out my senior year. So I had this resentment towards my family like, oh, okay, so you guys must think I'm a piece of shit. You guys must think I'm not worthy. So I'm going to go out here and I'm going to prove you guys wrong. And logically, that makes sense. Logically, that makes sense. We are stabbed in the back by somebody. People closest to us at times, our family, some of our best friends. And the next logical step to do is say, well, I'm going to get my revenge by proving you wrong. But that's not sustainable because that can only last for so long. And that's what I learned. And in fact, that's not the energy I want to be in. I don't need to demoralize someone to become successful. I don't need to make someone feel stupid to feel successful. I don't need to throw something in somebody's face to feel successful. It's a higher level of thinking if you're not catching on. Why would I live my life based on people I do not respect? That's the con in that entire thinking. I was allowing someone I did not respect to make my career decisions. That's why it's not sustainable. This is why you have to take the time to find your purpose in life. Why are you waking up in the morning? What are you passionate about? I was not passionate about the military. That, that was not what I was passionate about. I'm passionate about helping people succeed in their life. So once, I ha once I've discovered that, then my life became very simple. And that's what I want for you. So the first core principle to reprogramming your subconscious mind is you got to have some clarity. You got to know the why. You got to know what. And then you got to know where you're going first. That's as simple as it gets, ladies and gentlemen. And clarity is not talked about enough, but it should be. Um, and that's okay. Because I just gave it to you. Now, the second core principle, if you guys don't, I'm just kind of recapping from yesterday. The second core principle, now that you're clear on what you want, it's your emotions. You got to get emotionally involved in it. How do you get emotionally involved in it? Well, you got to start becoming this person. 
You got to become this person. You got to think about it. What type of person would achieve the goal that I've set for myself? Who is that person? How do they think? How do they behave? How do they behave? What do they do? Let me read you guys a great story here. It's from the book, The Secret. The Secret by Rhonda Byrne. She says, when you want to attract something into your life, make sure your actions don't contradict your desires. One of the most wonderful examples of this was given by Mike Dooley. It is a story of a woman who wanted to attract her perfect partner into her life. She had done all the right things. She got, a, she got clear about what she wanted, what she wanted him to be like. She made a detailed list of all his qualities. She even visualized him in her life. Despite doing all these things, there was no sign of him. Then one day as she arrived home, she was parking her car in the middle of the garage. She gasped as she realized that her actions were contradicting what she wanted. If her car was parked in the middle of the garage, there was no room for her partner's car. Her actions were powerfully saying to the universe that she did not believe she was going to receive what she had asked for. So she immediately cleaned up the garage, parked her car on one side, leaving space for her partner's car on the other, she then went into her bedroom, opened up her closet, and did the same thing. Uh, there was no room for her partner's clothes, so she moved all of her clothes to one side to make space. She had also been sleeping in the middle of the bed, so she began to sleep on her side, leaving space for her partner. After taking all of these powerful actions and acting as if she had already received her perfect partner, he arrived in her life, and they are now happily married. This is an example of acting as if. That's the question here. If you're going to get emotion involved in what you want, you got to start acting as if. You got to practice that. You have to start practicing that. So part of it is asking yourself, if I had what I wanted, what would my actions be then? If I had what I wanted, what would that look like? What would that feel like? Because what you're asking for has to feel natural. It has to feel natural. Think about it. She took all these powerful actions. It felt natural that she had a partner already, even though he physically wasn't there yet. The question is, are you doing the same for yourself? So principle number one is you have to be clear. Principle number two is obviously the mindset, your emotions. You got to start becoming this person. It has to feel natural. This is what's written in the power of awareness, which is the page I read the most out of this book, page 102. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, 
If you don't feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. The secret lies in one word, imagination. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be and having what you desire. And to add on to that, what she's writing here in the book is to also act as if. See, all of these things, what they're getting you to do is get emotionally involved and feel natural about the thing that you want in your life. So clarity, you know why you're getting up in the morning, you know the big vision for your life, and you know the main goal that you have for yourself. What I'm saying, what you're acting as if about is the main goal. What I'm saying, getting into the emotions and the feeling is the main goal. How does it feel to already have achieved that? And again, why do so many people have a problem with this? Because they're not used to feeling positive emotions. Some of you guys grew up in environments that were not conducive to positivity. Some, some of you guys grew up in environments where you just had to survive. You don't even know what happiness is. Some of you guys are just learning about happiness and love for the very first time in your life. It's okay. You got to start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. And... You just got to start practicing the feeling. And so the three, three primary ways that I love teaching, getting yourself into that feeling is number one, how do you feel about yourself? You got to start feeling like this person. This may mean you must change the way you dress. It might mean you may change who you hang around. It might mean you change the way your environment is, but you got to do whatever you got to do to start feeling like this person. And that's why I say sometimes you got to hang around those type of people. You got to do whatever you got to do to start hanging around those type of people. You got to do whatever you got to do to switch up your wardrobe if you have to. Whatever you got to do to start feeling like that person is the main objective. How you get there, it doesn't matter. As long as you get there. It's got to feel natural for you. Now, the other thing that might get in your way of accomplishing that is your limiting beliefs. So you're going to need to become aware of those. Do you have any beliefs that are holding you back from feeling better about yourself? Feeling good about what you want? You, those need to be addressed. Now you're gonna you're not gonna do all this, you know, tonight. It's a process. It's a process. It's a step by step system that I'm taking you through right now. And as I was reading in the secret, acting as if, the third thing is your habits. What are you doing every day? If you were to audit your time. The time that you're spending doesn't match what you're asking for. So if you're just joining, you're trying to figure out what we're talking about. Let's back up here. The three core principles to reprogramming your subconscious mind. Why would you do that? Because the issue is this. The root cause to why you do not have the things that you want in your life, that you don't feel the way that you want to feel in your life, 
and you're not living the life that you want is in the subconscious mind. You are controlled by your subconscious mind. It impacts what you attract into your life. That's who you are. Whatever is in your subconscious mind is who you are. So if you want to change who you are, you want to change your results and your outcomes, you got to change in the subconscious mind. Well, there are three core principles to doing that. Number one, you have to be clear about what it is that you want. You have to be clear about it. Sometimes we think we want something, but that's not actually what we want. We're only saying that's what we want because we're going based off what we've seen from other people. We're going based off what someone else told us. We're going based off what we think is possible for us. So you're not really saying what you really want. And that's why to get down to the nitty gritty of it and to really get clear on what you want in your life, start with your purpose. What are you dedicating your life to? Why are you here? What are you so passionate about? Then create a vision based on that. Who do you want to become? What do you want to be doing? What is it that you want to achieve based on your purpose? And then finally, set your target. Set your goal. Now you're clear on what you want. Now you're clear because it's in alignment with your true self. Your purpose is you. That's who you are. And when you set goals based on your purpose, you're setting authentic goals at that point. So that's the first core principle, clarity. Second is the mindset. You got to start feeling like this person who would achieve what you want. You have to become this person. You have to be in order to have it. You got to become the person in order to have it. To become that person, it takes a change in your consciousness. You have to change the way that you see yourself. This is why I say you got to change your self-image. You got to start dressing like this person, acting like this person, hanging around the people that person would hang around, living the way that person would live. You have to get into the feeling of it. This also may include you changing some beliefs and letting some bad beliefs go. You know, you, you may think it's, you may believe it's conceited to focus on yourself. You got to let that go. You may think money is bad. You got to let that go. How are you going to feel natural about financially being abundant if you believe money is bad? It's a contradiction. So you have to address that. And then lastly, audit your time. Audit your behavior. What are you doing every day? Are your actions matching what you say that you want? That's why I was reading you guys a story from The Secret. So that's the mindset part, the emotional part. And why we have to get emotionally involved is because it's the emotions that gives you access to the subconscious mind. And it's the repetition that places the idea in there, your goal. That's what's going on. Now, the third core principle. Now we're back where we were yesterday. The third core principle is taking the actions. And this is why I go back to what I was reading. You have to get this knowledge. You got to organize this knowledge. Uh, and you want to do what? 
you want to have practical plans that you're going to follow to execute this stuff. Sorry, I lost my place in this book or something. Oh, there it is. I don't know why. All right. As knowledge is acquired, it must be organized and put into use for a definite purpose through practical plans. Knowledge has no value except that which can be gained from its application towards some worthy end. Said in another way, if I go to the beginning of the chapter, a lack of understanding of this fact has been the source of confusion to millions of people who falsely believe that knowledge is power. It is nothing of the sort. Knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and directed to a definite end. So now that you've got your goal, you're clear on what you want. You're starting to act like that person. Now what do you need to do? You need to organize what you want into a definite plan of action. You got to have a practical plan that you can follow every day. Not a plan that when you write it out, you throw up your arms and you're like, oh my God, this seems impossible. That's what people do. They do too much. You want to keep it as super simple as possible for yourself. You want to keep it super simple. So this core principle of taking the right actions, number one, starts with having a practical plan that you're going to follow and put into use on a consistent basis. So I have a goal for my business. The action I'm taking is I have a simple, practical plan of action. I do a podcast. I upload content on TikTok. I have my email list. People get on calls. They sign up. It's that simple. There's nothing complicated about that. It's practical. It's practical for me to do a podcast. That's not difficult. It's practical for me to upload content on TikTok. That's not difficult. It's practical for people to join my email list. It's very simple. It's practical for people to schedule calls with me. That's practical. And then enroll. There's nothing complicated about that. It only becomes complicated because we're used to complicating things, right? We try to do too much, right? We try to bite off more than we can chew instead of just keeping it super simple. And I was telling you guys this yesterday. That's how it was in the military. It was super simple. Who, what, where, when, why? How, what you need to know. Like that's how all communication in the military works. They're clear about the direction the unit is going to go. We start training like that unit that would be successful with that mission. And then we have clear action steps we're taking. It's that simple. But people are not really applying that to their lives because let's be honest. When's the last time somebody went over this with you? Even when you were a child. When was the last time? So. Action starts with keeping it simple, having a practical plan of action. Then the second thing is you got to start working with the right people. You got to get the right support. 
you got to get the right expertise and you got to start building the right relationships. Now, what does that even look like? Well, for example, if you're somebody that's looking to start a plumbing business, well, it would make sense for you to have a relationship with a successful plumber, someone who's been in the industry for 10, 20 years, who has the results that you want, and to develop a relationship with them. Number two, it would make sense for you to have uh, a CPA, uh, a tax a person, someone who's great at marketing, that you have their expertise on your team. This is going to accelerate you being able to launch this business and be successful on it, if that was your goal. So you're kind of building your, your board, so to speak, your board of directors, and you're leveraging their specialty to help you speed up this process. The mistake that we make oftentimes is we don't go out and get help. We try to do it ourselves. And that's a mistake. You're going to need help one way or another. That does not mean you're going to have five different business partners owning your business. No. It just means you're going to either solicit certain expertise from people to solve particular problems in your business so you can keep moving forward. And this also applies for people who are not trying to start a business. This is personal stuff too. If, you're, if your goal is to be in the best shape of your life, what expertise will you need? A nutritionist? Maybe a personal trainer? Accountability partner? Mindset coach? You're going to need people like that. Because you don't know what you're doing. If you knew what you were doing and you understood it, you would already be in the best shape of your life. So that's why this step is so key to taking the right actions. Again, you're acting as if. This is who you would be associate, associated with. Because how else would you get the knowledge? How else would you be in the best shape of your life if you didn't eat that way? Right? I mean, there's certain things that you would be doing. So just think about it. Are you taking the right actions? Are you taking the right actions? Now, this last thing um, is more of a ritual, but it's a simple and most one of the most powerful actions you could be doing every day is writing your goal down and the steps you're taking to get there and writing them down every single day because it keeps you focused. These three core principles to reprogramming your subconscious mind are clarity, mindset, and action. Clarity about why you're here on this earth and what you're doing about it and what you're going to focus on first. Mindset is about becoming the actual person who would achieve this goal, changing your belief system and your habits. The action is putting a practical plan in place that you can follow every day without overwhelming yourself, then getting expert help and building the correct relationships, which is what you would have if you were already at your goal, and then journaling this. Write down your goal in the present tense every day. See it. Focus on it. 
write down what are the six steps you're going to take tomorrow. Instead of having this 50, you know, list of things that you're going to do. I mean, that's overwhelming. I'll even reduce it down to the most ridiculous here. If you were just to do this before you fall asleep, what are three things you need to get done tomorrow for tomorrow to be successful? What are just three things, three things only? Not four, not five, not six, just three. What are three things you need to do to make progress on that goal of yours? And if you do that every single day, you're not going to feel overwhelmed. You just have to do three things. And you're more likely to get them done because you don't feel overwhelmed. So you'll follow through. And if you can't get one done, then you just move it to the next day. So simple, practical, easy to execute is what you want. But that's not what people are doing. They set a goal, they go online, and they try to get all this information and all these strategies. And then they don't do anything. It's too much information. That's why you guys are wondering, why does he keep reading this? What does this have to do with the subconscious mind? Knowledge is only potential power. It becomes power only when and if it is organized into definite plans of action and directed to a definite end. The problem is people are not organizing the information they have into what? Into a plan of action. It's all over the place. It's complicated. They feel overwhelmed when they look at it. Written in another way, as knowledge is acquired, it must be organized and put into use for a definite purpose through practical plans. Knowledge has no value except that which can be gained from its application towards some worthy end. Why am I reading this to you? Because this is all nice. The topic is amazing. We love talking about the subconscious mind, but what is it? it doesn't mean anything if it's not organized into a plan of action and applied to a definite end, which is why I have the Purpose Blueprint course. That's exactly what's in it. It's an ebook and a course. You get the course, phase one is clarity. You sit down, you get clear on your purpose, your vision, and your goal. Phase number two, your self-image, your beliefs, your habits, which is mindset. Phase number three, the actions. What's your plan? What help are you going to get? And then start journaling this. Organized, practical plan of action. All you have to do it is get the course, fill it all out, and start applying it to your goal. The way I've approached my business and what I do is taking what I learned from the military. I want it simple. I want it practical. I do not want to overwhelm anybody. I'm telling you, that's why most people don't get around to doing anything. They, they're doing too much. So it's one of the things that really motivated me to create something like that. And it's what I follow every day. Here's my journal right here. This is step nine, the journal. Step nine of this process 
is journaling your goal. So if I was to open it up, I've got my goal right here and my purpose, my vision, my goal. Everything I just went over is written right here. And then on the next page, because it's only two pages, what are the action steps I'm taking tomorrow to move to my goal, my gratitude list? And that's it. And I write in this journal every day. There are days that I miss, of course, because I'm not perfect. But I'm focused. I know where I'm going. I know why I'm getting up in the morning. I know what I'm doing about it. And I'm reminding myself of this every single day. The problem is you write your goal down one time, but you don't look at it. You don't go back to it. You're going to lose focus. It's a tool that helps you uh, implement what, what we're learning, what you want to do. So listen, you want to make it simple for yourself if you're going to reprogram your subconscious mind. And when you have the right tools, you can do it. When you get the right information and it's organized, you can do it. That's why I keep reading that. So let's recap and really bring this home. Three core principles to changing your mindset. That's really what you're doing. When you're changing your subconscious mind, you're changing your mindset. You're changing the way that you think. Number one is you have to have clarity. Clarity is king. Why are so many people stuck? Why are they not manifesting what they want? Why are they not getting the outcomes that they want? Why do they feel like they're not making progress? Because they're not clear. They're confused. They're trying to follow what everybody else is doing. They're comparing themselves to other people. They're trying to live up to other people's standards. They're setting goals based on what other people are doing. Nothing is authentic about what they're doing. That's why they feel this, this missing emotion of fulfillment and happiness because they're not focusing on the right things. So to achieve that level of clarity that you so desire... You've got to get clear on your purpose. You've got to create a vision for your life. And then you need to set a goal. That's it. The second core principle is your mindset. Are you feeling like the person who would achieve that goal? Are you acting like that person? Well, to accomplish that, you need to alter your self-image. You need to see yourself differently. Two, you need to change your belief system. And then audit your behavior. What are you doing every day? This right here is acting as if you're becoming this person by changing what you do every day, by 
changing what you believe in by changing the way that you see yourself. That's what you're doing. You're becoming this person. Number three is action. You, got, you know what you want. You're being what you want. Now you got to do it. And you do it by setting a practical plan of action that you can follow that is not overwhelming. A simple plan of action. I don't want to insult anybody's intelligence. But let me just, because I'm so passionate about this. Let's say your goal is by the end of this year, you want to improve your relationship with your children. That's the goal. You've been out of touch most of this year. You know, maybe you're divorced and you guys share custody. Whatever. Maybe the goal is to have a stronger relationship with your children. Got it. That's the goal. All right. Well, what type of parent do you need to become in order to do that? Who do you need to be on an individual level to be able to cultivate a relationship like that with your child? What do you need to do? You need to look in the mirror. What beliefs do you need to let go of? Sometimes we're in our heads and we think our children see us a certain way and that's not even the way that they see us. We're making it up. Sometimes we have these false beliefs that, hey, if I don't work 24-7, my kids won't respect me. Like, it's made up stuff. So you got to look at your belief system. And what are you doing every day? Are you bettering yourself? Are you working on yourself to become a better parent? This is the being part. So we know you want a better relationship with your children. You know you need to be a more secure, confident, and loving parent. So what are you going to do about that? Well, maybe one idea is to have dinners. Host the dinner. Every other week, you're going to cook. You guys are going to sit down. You guys are going to have great conversation. Whether you're divorced or you're still married and you guys live in the same home, it's the same thing. Maybe having a consistent dinner. Maybe letting your kids cook. Let them join in on the fun. Right? I think you guys know what I'm saying. There's so many ways to go about it. Maybe it doesn't even have to be dinner. Maybe it could be, hey, you know what? Every Friday we're going to go out and we're going to go watch sports. Or we're going to go over to play miniature golf. Or we're going to do this. Whatever. Do you see how simple that is? It's not complicated. It's not. I can do this all day. You tell me what you want, and I'll show you how you can do it. It's that simple. You don't need a hundred more books to accomplish this. You really don't. You just need the right knowledge, which is what I've given you today, organized, which I've organized it for you, and you need to put it into a plan of action. Now, that's on for you to do. Now, I've gone to, not to trouble, but I'm happily able to offer you the Purpose Blueprint course, which 
will help you develop your plan of action to apply what you've learned today. Even if you don't get it, do something. Sit down and get clear on what are the steps you're going to take. And I went over them today. The problem is, if you're just sitting there wanting to gain more information, I'm telling you guys, that's not going to get you to where you want to go in life. More knowledge is not the answer. You already know what you should be doing. You already have some idea. You just don't believe it. You need approval. You need permission. And really, you don't. But this is what you're telling yourself. You don't need permission. You don't need approval. Now, you may need to organize what's going on in your head there. And that's why I'm here. And the Purpose Blueprint course will help you do that. Um, but most majority of the people I speak with, they already know what they want. Again, they're looking for approval. They're looking for permission. Or they don't believe. That's really what the issue is. But when you start getting the right information and organize it into a practical plan of action, you can get past those things. And of course, if you work with a mentor who's going to hold you accountable and get you to see why you could be successful in this, of course, that's going to make a huge difference for you. But listen, if you're the person that's been listening, you were listening yesterday, you were listening today, and you want to make things simple for yourself and have a plan of action that you can follow, the best thing to do is to get the Purpose Blueprint course. All right. Um, oh, question here. Yeah, you can get it by going to the link in my bio. It just says get the Purpose Blueprint course there. All right. Let's check in with you guys. What questions do you guys have on the topic today? What questions do you guys have? Let's see. Um, repeat the who, why, when. Yeah, so why is your purpose? What is what you want in your life and where is where where where, where are you going first? What are you going to focus on first? Whether you're already successful or you feel like you're not, everybody needs this. Everybody requires clarity to keep moving forward in their life. Sometimes you're not going to have clarity. That's okay. But sooner or later, you need to get it. You need to make some effort in achieving this level of clarity about what do you want out of your life? What is it that you want? That's true for you. Not because of what someone else is saying, not because of what you see on reality TV shows, not what you see in music videos in Hollywood, but what's really true for you. All right, let's see here. 
Is that a question? Yeah. I mean, accountability partner and a personal trainer would absolutely help you. Repeat the three phases, clarity, mindset, action. Is exactly what I've struggled with. Uh, thank you for putting the price. I, I appreciate that. Your consistency is so inspiring. Uh, thanks, brother. Thank you. I appreciate you for participating. Can we order a heart? Yeah, my wife already answered that. She put, yes, the hard copies will be dropping around New Year's. How do you overcome procrastination? You overcome it by following the steps that I was talking about today. Why do we procrastinate? We're procrastinating because we're living in ignorance. We don't understand what's going on. Think about it. Let's go back to the analogy. You understand how to drive the vehicle, which is why you can go from your house to the grocery store and back. Point A to point B. You can do that like the back of your hand. You understand how to use the vehicle. You understand these things. Why are you procrastinating? Well, imagine if you didn't understand how to drive your car. Imagine if you didn't understand how to use Google Maps. Imagine if you didn't understand the time that the grocery store opens and closes. Wouldn't you procrastinate? You would just sit there and not make a move because you don't know. So part of procrastination is having the understanding, having the clarity about what you want and what you're supposed to be doing to move in that direction. That's why I say practical. Easiest way to procrastinate is overwhelm yourself. Doing too much. It's amazing to have this big vision and this big goal. But after that's established, now you need to get down to, okay, what am I focusing on today? I've already got the big goal that's done with, but what am I doing today? What are the simple actions I'm taking today? Also, also, this is why the Purpose Blueprint is designed the way that it is. Why would you take action on something you have no emotional uh, emotions for? You're not emotionally involved. This is why it starts with purpose. Purpose is about what you love, what you love to do, why you're going to do it. So the other thing about procrastination is if you're involved in doing something that you have no love for, no passion for, why would you do it? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Now, step five of the purpose blueprint process is the belief. The other thing that stops people from moving into action is they don't believe it's possible. They don't believe they can succeed. They don't believe they're worthy. That's another thing that causes procrastination. Limiting beliefs. But one of the most practical things that you can do is get Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, which you can get this particular copy in my description of the YouTube video. Go over to chapter eight called Decision. Chapter 8, Decision, which is page 213, and read page 213 and 214. 213 and 214. If you read that every day, you will stop procrastinating because what are you getting when you read page 213 and 214? You're getting understanding of how to overcome procrastination. 
by reading it every day. Every time you read it, you see something new. Every time you read it, you understand it a little bit better. Every time you read it, you become more confident that you can do it. But if you only read it once, you're not getting anything out of it. So where I would bring your attention to is understanding this. Procrastination is the opposite of decision. It's a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. Bottom line is people who are successful, they make quick decisions. People who fail to accumulate money without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often. The bottom line on that, people who continue to fail and are not successful, even though they may make decisions even when they do, they're really influenced by the opinions of others, so they don't really make decisions, which is why on page 214, he says the majority of people who fail to accumulate money sufficient for their needs are generally easily influenced by the opinions of others. If you are influenced by the opinions of others, when you reach decisions, you will have no desire of your own and you will not succeed. You read that every day, your level of understanding is going to start going up and up and up, and you're really, it's really going to start clicking. Oh, okay, I need to make quick decisions. If I say I'm going to do something, I need to do it immediately. If this is what I want to do, then I do it immediately. I make a decision. If you just practice the habit of making quick decisions, procrastination goes out the window. That doesn't mean you're not ever going to procrastinate ever again in your life, but it's not going to be as severe as it is today because now you have a heightened level of awareness. Think about it from this perspective. When you were growing up, did anyone teach you how to make a decision? Did anyone ever sit you down and say, hey, this is how you make a decision. This is why you should make a decision. This is the prerequisite to making a decision. This is how you make a decision. No one ever told me that. So we're told, hey, make a decision. But they don't really teach you how to make a decision. You're told, have a better attitude. But when did they teach you how to have a better attitude? What is attitude? Hey, think positively. But when did they tell you or teach you how to think positively. That's the disconnect in, in the world is we're not educated on how to think. We're not really educated on these words that we're using. We're just using them because we've heard them since we were kids. That doesn't mean we really understand it. Understanding is the key to freedom. Understanding is the key to your freedom. The more you understand something, the more you're going to feel empowered to do something in a different way. If you don't understand something, where is the empowerment going to come from? Where is the confidence going to come from? I use the car analogy because everybody can relate. If you don't understand how to drive the car, how would you ever be confident? How would you ever be empowered to take a risk? You wouldn't. It's the same thing here. 
Let's see here. What if you have the clarity, but you don't have the finances to execute your goals? Well, that's contradicting phase two, which is mindset. You need to focus on being this person. And then phase three, which is action. What actions can you take? Now, let me just say this. Can you put your goal in the comment section there so I know what your goal is? What is it that you want that you feel you don't have the finances for? This is mindset one-on-one. So let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. I was just saying it. Your issue is not that you don't have the money. Your issue is you haven't made a committed decision. You haven't made a committed decision. That's the issue. So natural uh, namsa, put your goal in the comment section. The issue is you haven't made a committed decision. When you make a decision, like you're going to do this and your emotion involved, the ideas for you to get the money are going to start to show up sooner or later. So if you think about it, I don't even have to read it because I, I already. Successful people make decisions quickly. You haven't made a decision yet. And step eight, which is specialized knowledge. Who are you working with to help you get to your goal? Are there individuals you can work with that would help you find creative ways to get the money? It's a great question. Not having the money is not a reason for you not to start. Not in 2022. In 2022, you don't really need money to start a business if that's your goal. I'm not too sure what it is. I figured, okay. Starting a beauty business. You don't need the money right now to make a committed decision that that's what you're going to do. Let's really talk about this. Before the money can show up, so let's think about this. We were just saying you need to be this person. You need to act like this person, right? Your goal is to have a successful beauty business. A successful beauty business owner makes quick decisions, and these decisions are irrevocable. So when you're telling yourself, I don't have the money, so I'm not going to do anything, that means you haven't made a committed decision. What is a decision? So let's break this down. A decision is something you express through your actions, your time, your money, and your energy. So have you really made a decision? What actions are you taking? How much time are you spending on pursuing this? How much energy are you using? How much money are you investing? A lot of people say, yeah, I'm going to do that, but they're not spending any time, any money or energy doing anything. They haven't made a decision. So if you think about it, if you're this successful beauty business owner, you would make a quick decision and it's irrevocable. You're not going back on it. You're going to do whatever is required to get this going. Now, once you've made that decision in your mind that, hey, I'm going to do this emotionally, I'm going to do this. 
For example, and I'll move on from here. We all know what it's like to be faced with a decision to take out our wallet and spend some money that is not just $5, but it may be 1000 2000 5000 10000 Maybe we purchased a car, we purchased a home, we made a huge investment, whatever it was. We knew we weren't going to do that unless we were emotionally involved. There was something that we really wanted. You're only going to make this committed decision if that's what you really want to do. If the beauty business is really what you desire, you've got to make an irrevocable decision. You've got to say, I'm going to start this business. And the only way it's not going to happen is if someone kills me. That's how committed it has to be. So now that we got that out of the way, that's the mental part of it. Now, what can you be doing in the meantime is sitting down and asking yourself, how can I earn the money to get this business started? And brainstorm your ideas. See, we're following the same process I just went through. Step seven, what is your practical plan of action to making progress towards your goal? What's the practical plan of action? What is the practical steps that you could be taking to achieve your goal? Your goal is to get this beauty business started. Well, what are some things that you can do now? If you don't have the money, then what can you do to get the money? Can you sell stuff out of your garage? Do you have to go get another job? Do you need to go talk to people who know about getting funding for businesses? There's always a way. But you're not going to see this way and you're not going to pursue these things if you don't make a committed decision. Committed decision is so important because when something doesn't go our way, if we didn't make an irrevocable decision, we will quit. We will stop. This is why purpose is so important. Having the successful beauty business, is it in alignment with what your purpose is in life? Is it really important for you? Is there a love behind that? Is there a passion behind that? Is there a legacy behind that? And I'm saying it isn't, but these are intelligent questions to ask yourself. Because a lot of times I'll talk to people and they're trying to start a side hustle or a business that they really don't have a passion in. They're only doing it because they want to get the money. That's a big mistake. Not to help people. Not to serve people. Not to solve problems for the world. They're not thinking that way. They're only thinking about the money. So, yeah, that's not going to work. So you can do it, you can do it, but again, you have the clarity, now you need to start acting like this person. A successful beauty business owner is adaptable. A successful beauty business owner is resourceful. A successful beauty business owner does not take no for an answer. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just because you don't have the money, that's not going to stop you. You will figure it out. But this is the attitude, the mindset that you have to have, which is what phase two is all about. That's just the way that it works. We got to go put ourselves in position to succeed, but we can't do that if we don't start acting like this person and put ourselves out there. This is the other question. Do you even know how much money you need? 
I often find that people haven't even answered that question. They immediately say, well, I don't have the money. All right, but how much money do you need exactly? Oh, I don't know. Well, you got to sit down and get clear. What is the numbers? What are the numbers? What is it? What is the bare essentials to getting this going? The other thing is this step eight, which is specialized knowledge in the purpose blueprint course is who are you working with? Are there other successful beauty business owners that you can build a relationship with that can help you find the money? I can go all day long with this. I think you're, you're getting the point. Um, not having the money today is not an issue. All right, let's see here. Um, I'm going to come back to how do you achieve something which feels beyond your control? I'm going to come back to that question because there was this last question just asked because it's in line with what I was just saying. What if you are in debt and want to start a business? Start a business. What does being in debt have to do with you starting a business? In fact, it should be one of the biggest reasons why you're starting the business. Like, here's the reality. Here's, here's the reality. Because I have a client like this. He's got student loans go. It's up to six figures. So that's done with already. He cannot go back and change that. But what he can do is change his earning potential to compensate for that. So what does that mean? Here's what, this is a mistake that everybody makes. They say they want to live a particular lifestyle, but then they look at the money that they're making and they say, well, I'm not making enough money to pay for what I owe. I'm not making enough money to pay for this lifestyle. So I'm just going to get rid of the lifestyle. That's thinking in reverse. What you want to do is say, all right, what is the lifestyle cost? What are the things that I owe? What is that cost? And what's the money I need to earn to pay for those things? Now, what you're doing is you're putting your focus on what you want. What you want is to have a business that will help you pay down the debt. What you don't want to do is be looking at the debt and saying, well, I'm in debt. I'm in debt. I, I can't get out of it. I, you're you're putting yourself in a low vibration. You feel bad when you do that. You can't change it. It's already done. What you can do is say, all right, well, I know I owe this money. I can't really do anything about it right now. But what I can do is say, how can I raise my income? How can I, I raise my earning potential? What products can I go out there and sell? What services can I go out there and provide to earn the money I need to live the lifestyle I want to live? The problem is people never sit down and run the numbers. They don't even know how much it is for the lifestyle they want to live. Like they don't really know the number. And so being in debt, it is what it is. You, you can't change that tomorrow. But what can you do instead? You can start earning the money that will help you change it. And people do this every day. It may take a while. That's okay. But this is the beauty about being in America. It doesn't matter if you're in debt. It doesn't matter if you have three bankruptcies. 
you could still become a millionaire. People do this all the time. See, mindset. The mindset is we're thinking only of how we can do this. We're not thinking of why we can't. We're only seeing why we can do this. It doesn't matter the amount of letters and mails, uh, letters you're getting in the mail. It doesn't matter how much you are reminded that you owe this debt. It doesn't matter about the mistakes that you made that got you in there in the first place. All that's irrelevant. The only thing that is relevant is what are you doing today to move in the direction of the life that you want to live? If you commit yourself to doing that, all that other stuff will take care of itself. It will. It will. All right, let me back up here. Someone asked a question of how do you achieve something which feels beyond your control, like a job promotion? Well, it's like everything else we've been talking about. Are you acting like that next position? I'll, I already know where this is going. So when I was in the military, that's what I did. I got into the emotions of being the rank that I wanted to be. I walked around like I was already that rank. I conversated with people who were at that rank. I associated with those people. I did things that those people were doing. I showed an interest in wanting to be promoted. And I did whatever was required to get there, and it happened. It's the same thing here. It's not about whether it's beyond your control. Uh, it's about are you ready to become that person who would be promoted? All right, let's see here. I've been trying for months to get the equity out of my house, and it's going to happen. I'll wait. Um, 10000 to complete development. Paid 6000 already. I'm stressed waiting on the ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what you mean by that exactly. 10000 to complete development. What does that exactly mean? But I'll tell you what. Being stressed is getting in your way. I'll come back to you. Uh, trying to get rid of a thought of my past experience using logic and common sense so I can prove that negative thoughts. Yeah, I'm not too sure what you're trying to say, Jen Carlos. You're going to have to rewrite that. I'm in debt. My credit is bad, but I'm... I'm fight to, I done lost 15 pounds. I want to see my invention. So listen, here's the reality. Uh, let me go ahead and mute you. Cause I don't know what you're doing, buddy. You're done. Um, here's the thing. You've already paid for what has happened in the past. You already paid for it. So stop punishing yourself about it. And start focusing on 
what you want. Why do you guys think this book is so popular? Why is the why is the book The Secret so popular? Because that's the whole point. We become what we think about. What you think about with emotions is who you are going to become. Think about what you have asked for and make sure that your actions are mirroring what you expect to receive and that you're not contradicting what you've asked for. Act as if you are receiving it. Do exactly what you would do if you were receiving it today and take actions in your life to reflect that powerful expectation. Make room to receive what you want as you do. You are sending out the powerful signal of expectation. Let's go a little further. When you do not treat yourself the way you want others to treat you, you can never change the way things are. Your actions are powerful. Your actions are your powerful thoughts. So if you do not treat yourself with love and respect, you are sending out a signal that is saying you are not important enough, worthy enough, or deserving of love and respect. That signal will continue to be broadcasted and you will experience more situations with people that do not treat you well. The people are just the effect. Your thoughts are the cause. You must begin to treat yourself with love and respect and emit the signal and get on that frequency. What's the bottom line? You're not on the frequency of what you want. Stop focusing on the past. Stop focusing on the mistakes. Stop focusing on the problem. Focus on the solution. Put yourself on the frequency of what you want. That's why I said, you know what you want. Now you need to be it. Know, be, do. You got to know it. Know what you want. You got to become it. You become it by what? Thinking like that person, like it's already done. Feeling like that person. Acting like that person. And get on to doing the things you need to do to put yourself in that position. And then you'll have it. It doesn't matter what it is. Everybody's doing this every single day. Okay, now I understand. Okay, paid 6000 to start development. Um, have to pay another 10000 Well, you're almost there. What are you doing to earn the money? What are you doing to earn the 10000 What service are you providing? Listen, here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. How is money going to come into your life? Let's have a quick discussion on what that, what that really looks like. How is money going to come into your life? How do you attract money? Well, number one. The law of attraction can bring into your life the money in ways that you don't understand at times. I can't tell you how many times me and my wife have received money in the mail when we didn't expect it. So many times. Just the other week, I got a $300 settlement check uh, from this car I used to own, which was six years ago. I don't even have that car anymore. But every now and then, money comes in. 
So obviously, we can always be attracting money to ourselves. That's number one. Number two, we can trade our time for money. This is when you get a job that's usually a nine to five or salary job. You're trading your time for money. The problem with that, it's limited. You only have so much time and you can only make so much money. Number three, you can take the money that you're earning from your nine to five or salary job and invest it into making more money, which would be called what? The stock market or being a passive investor in something. Well, you're only going to be able to make so much money because usually there's an average of the interest that you're going to earn. Now, the fourth way is having multiple sources of income, having your own business. And not everybody has to be a, have to be a business owner either. But the reality is this. In today's world, this is the best way to earn money is to solve a problem, sell a product or a service. And the amount of money you're going to earn is going to come down to what? The need for what you do. Are you solving a problem that is valuable? Think about that. What's more valuable, a janitor or a CEO of a corporation? What's more valuable, the janitor or the CEO of the corporation? The need for what you do, right? Your ability to do it. Well, if you're great at what you do, you're going to make more money. And the difficulty there is in replacing you. So the problem is we don't have an understanding of the way money is earned in this world. It's an exchange of service. You solve a problem, you get paid. That's really what it is. Even as an employee, you're solving a problem. You're getting paid. So for some of you guys who are listening, your thing is, I don't have enough money. I don't make enough money. I don't have the money. That's, that's irrelevant. What's relevant is what are you doing to attract the money? What problem are you solving? What service are you providing? How are you helping others get what they want? If you help other people get what they want, you will get what you want. It's that simple. So, you know, what are you doing to earn the money? That's really what it is. That's really what it is. Um, I love it. Retired from, I don't know what that means, but that's amazing. Good for you. All right. So let's wrap this up. We talked about it already. Clarity, mindset, action are the three core principles to reprogramming the subconscious mind. I went in great depth about that. No fluff involved, by the way. Very organized and practical step-by-step -step process to get you there. Number one, the core principle is clarity. This is your purpose, your vision, and your goal. Also stated in another way, the why behind what, what you're doing in your life, what you really want, and where, where you're going to focus your attention on first. Number two is the mindset, becoming this person, thinking like this person, feeling like this person, acting like this person. And that takes what? Number one is for you to upgrade your self-image. 
you know, the way that you behave, the way that you act, how you feel about yourself, the way that you dress, how you live your life, how your life is structured, your belief system, and then the habits. And number three is taking the right actions. The right actions are simple, practical. Here's what I want. Here's what I'm going to do to get there. It's that simple. Then the other part of it is specialized knowledge, building the right relationships, working with people who have the results you want, getting expertise involved. So you do not make the mistake of trying to do everything yourself. And number three, which I showed you, was to write it in your journal. Write it in your journal every day so you stay focused and on track and you're not distracted by everything else. All right, guys. Um, and some of you guys were asking, where do you get that? You could get the course in the link in my bio or in the YouTube description. Okay, guys, this has been, has been Devore Darkens Live. Uh, I want to say thank you for participating today. Um, we will not be live tomorrow. Tomorrow, where I am, is Thanksgiving. And um, um, I'm not too sure if we'll be live on Friday. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, just expect that you won't hear from me on Thursday or Friday. And the next time you're going to hear from me will probably be next Monday. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't have the link in there right now. I, I removed it. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thank you guys. Love you. And, uh, have a great Thanksgiving. Take care, everyone.